Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering helping with the word on the street via social media, five-star rating interview, and or tell a friend or two. Happy thought of the day is by Bob Dylan. He not busy being born is busy dying. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 268. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Working hard on the portrait drawing jobs now that the Minnesota shows are on hold. Just did a triple deer head that looks kind of cool. Check out my custom portrait and pet drawing Facebook page for examples, and let me know if you need a portrait done for the holidays. Thanks. Saturday played a solo show at Hacks Pub in Milltown, Wisconsin. Thanks so much to the Amer gals, Steph, Teresa, and Kirsten for all the support at the Poco shows. Upcoming shows. Saturday, December 5th, 2020, live at 6.05 on Facebook Live returns with Christmas Hour. Get your requests in. Hey, this is Charlie, and this is part two with my dad, Chris Hornish, my uncle, Tom Hornish, and James. You can tell him how to say it. Aquig of the Nightlight Chasers talking about their new album, The Other Side. Enjoy the conversation. So that's actually a song that I I tried to push a little bit towards the more rock sound. And so uh, the guitars in later on in the song are a little bit more heavy. And that's me trying to actually bring in an influence to, to push a song because I thought it could it could come out a little more strong. Yeah. I thought it was rocking too. I like the guitars in this. I love the intro on the on the other side and the cool. There's a couple things you did on "Crying Shame" and other ones. You had some side voice that would pop. What was that? Um. Yeah, and "Crying Shame," we were. And it's also on. Might be the other side. Oh yeah, just like vocally, you mean? Yeah. Just some little vocal things. Yeah. So that that's probably me. If there's some side noises. 
Um, and that that's me picking up on something that I, you know, we're I'm a pretty deep study of the Beatles catalog. John Lennon, right? I think just out of like sheer exuberance for the music, and and Paul to some degree too. Like they would just like kind of make little noises occasionally, but to very good effect. You know what I mean? Um, so for sure, in the other side, that's me trying to emulate like what John Lennon might do um, if. Tom Hornish brought a song into him and played played it to him. So, so there's a little yeah, like a, a vocal hook almost. I'm interested in the nuts and bolts of how things work and everything else, and the realities of a band with your brother. Let's say Tom brings a song to you guys that's literally the drizzling shits. Do you guys have a relationship to say we can't do this song? Can you tell him it's terrible, or can he say that to you, or do you just see it through, even though it's the Titanic sailing? Tom tries to work with the song, and it's like, "Hey, let's try this. If that doesn't work, let's." He's always pushing out ideas, and so uh, sometimes you have to rein it back in. It's like, hey, "No, Tom, I like it the way it is." <laughs> and yeah. uh, he is know. a creative one. Yeah, he, he, yeah. I mean, he he just pushes a song creatively. It's like, oh, let's try this, or let's put another chorus here, or let's take that chorus out. This album had a lot of cool licks. Like, I thought that lick on the other side that the whole song is kind of based off was just badass. I loved that. Yeah, and that, so getting back to like how the songwriting is developed there too, Tom will bring in more or less, you know, a song that's that's pretty well sketched out. And then there's usually a little space for us to have um, some input. But with that song, he had the lick there. And I think it's the same thing. And, you know, over time, you grow greater and greater appreciation for this, but it's like the lick was there. So it was almost like for James and me, um, James, you can, I guess, speak to this too, but. My thought was, well, let's not just trample right over this lick. Like, let's make sure there's space for this guitar lick that's happening because it's already there. So we don't need to do anything on top of it to clutter it up. Just came out on Black Friday, November 27th, the very first Border Bourbon finished aged in a maple syrup barrel. This special release is very limited, so only six bottles max per purchaser, only available at the distillery. Enjoy! 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing a dozen different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy. Slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45thparalleldistillery.com for hours and more information. So we're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians, likely again online. Try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. And it came it's it it hooked me right away. That's great. Yeah, that's I really enjoyed that. That was pretty cool. And then Tom, that's what I like is that 
the consistency when your guys put out records is I love because Tom always has just a straight rock and roll song on a lot of records. Like this one, it's The Sun Still Shines in Texas, just a straight Tom <laughs> Hornish rocker. And those yeah. end up being some of my favorite songs. The Hornish brothers have ever done. Um, I loved College Town Blues back in the day. The one I played on last time. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys ever set, listen to a collection of your songs and say, man, we could use a rocker in the middle. Tom, can you come up with another rock and roll song? Or do you guys look at it as a whole and look what you need to fill in? Or how do you guys go about doing that? I, I Again, I, I don't know that we've done it deliberately. I think it's maybe just been a style that Tom likes to work with because he does tend to be the kind of the impetus of that more traditional blues rock song. And I think, too, that's the Beatles were good. You know, uh, they were advocates in that space, too. They they tried to work with that blues motif and, and really rock it up. So um, no doubt he's, you know, he's emulating or drawing from that space as well. So James... Besides the song that you put over on the record, if you were going to give a friend of yours or someone to listen to one song off this album to sum it up and sum up your guys' experience and effort putting to doing this, what song would you play to somebody? I would go with Once Upon a Time I Did. That was actually, that's my favorite song on, on the CD. Even over my own, <laughs> you know, it's 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 just, that that song comes on. I'll I'll blast the CD uh, when I'm outside, and that song comes on, and I'll actually just stop and listen to it. And so, and just just something about that song, it really kind of catches. It's got a it's got a great catch. It's I got agree. A, it's got a great feel to it, and um, a song that uh, I think people can uh, connect with. And so. I would, that's a, that's what I would say. What do you think, Hornish? Chris? Well, I, to comment on James' uh, comments, I I appreciate, I think, hearing that about that song, right? Once Upon a Time did. Because I know when I wrote it, I wrote it from, you know, from a very genuine place. You know, very, it was a very honest song. And so it's very satisfying, right, to push a song out there and hear that it, it connects to, you know, connects with people on that level. I think that's what you're trying to, trying to communicate something with music and uh you don't ever really know as the creator right and we're all we all three of us make music you never know if you're going to be able to connect on that level. you're, you're so, never going to be on the other side of the on the other side yeah. yeah so for me yeah so to answer the question i think i think i'd go with the title track the other side i think it's what we decided to put up front um we liked the concept uh tom and i have joked where if you look back at our catalog you know it starts out where it's like we've got our faces, you know, the band's faces. We're represented on the album. And then after a couple of like, yeah, look how cool we are. Then, um, you know, we kind of quieted the ego down a little bit and moved off to like kind of the nature scene, you know, put a nature scene on the album. And 
think we did one with a, a city scene, you know, so we weren't there. And then, then we moved further out, you know, like then we had the, on Heartsleeve, we had the whole world. Due to Minnesota COVID lockdown, my vehicle has been bummed out, not putting on the miles, traveling from gig to gig. But I better fill in the calendar with some social distance visits to friends or family to keep things all happy for my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. When 250,000 miles of my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff couldn't more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive of 35 to 715 Northridge Court Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. And then on Star to Star, we were out in space. And so with the other side, we were... Um, you know, continuing that that progression into the kind of the realm of the unknown, and I think that uh, captures the essence of the album. And as I'm holding the vinyl version of this record, I think the artwork is spectacular. And you did that, correct, there, Hornish? That's, yeah, that's correct. And how did you do it, first of all? And what was your concept here? I like the simple. It stands out. You can see it a mile away. And it also digitally, it pops this c- kind of cream gray color back with the tree and then the roots. And the it just it pops. I think it looks really good. It's probably my favorite album cover you guys have. So what was your concept with this? Um, I, I, uh, I, I think I'm always trying to do something with the album cover that, um, again, uh, is a strong image, so something that people are going to be drawn to. And um, I also want, I guess, you know, you want to demonstrate that you put some time into the cover. Because I think it kind of represents, like, hey, if there's, <laughs> if it's Evan that you you worked on the cover, maybe this album is pretty good too. Like these, the people that put this together care about what they're doing. Um, I was looking, I don't know, I kind of, you know, I kind of just let things come to me. The the tree concept seemed to make sense to me because I've always thought about well not always thought about but at some point I ran across this idea of like you know you look up at a tree and as big and magnificent as it is on the earthly side right the root system is almost like a a mirror image of that and so that's probably where I was going with regard to just getting you know let's get a picture of a tree on there and kind of demonstrate the you have the you know you have the material world the you know the world we're living in the and the underside it's more than just a tree yeah <laughs> it's more than just a tree recently the last top one of the last top five podcasts i've done was the top five album covers of all time i'm just gonna throw it out there chris hornish what's the best album cover ever just off the top of my head i like the First Oasis album cover. Uh, it's for definitely maybe. 
and it's got the band sitting in like what I would call like a red brick building apartment, and they're just they're just like in you know small apartment wood floors. For me, it just kind of captured that like twenty something bohemian artistic lifestyle. So I I liked it. The band's there. They're looking cool. They're hanging out together. Definitely maybe Oasis. There's probably a better one, but that's the one that comes to mind. Mine right now is for sure Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Based off a tattoo that was on Axel's arm first. Was it like a skull? He had that on his arm first? That was on his arm first. And originally, Appetite for Destruction, I think, it, it had uh, a really graphic piece of art. It did. Where there was that... a, like a machine had raped a woman. Yes. Okay, and the record company was like, "No, probably we, a good we, call." Yeah, we can't, we can't release that. And, and uh, Axel had the uh, had the cross on his arm, yeah, a Celtic cross or something. And yeah, had the band just something to remind him of who was in the band at that time. So, what's your favorite album cover of all time? I would have to go. I mean, these are classics albums. I would have to go uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Dark Side, Dark Side. Oh God, that's perfect. But I mean, imagine all Pink Floyd's albums that are covers. They're not just, I mean, they make you think every single one of them. So I want to tell you all about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B, and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. JT is open for business, 5 to 9 p.m. every night. Please phone the club at 651-489-5386 to order and pick up all your B-Dale favorite meals. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told after being talked about on all these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill cocktails were selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one when Minnesota bars open back up. Because they usually have a theme to them, so. Okay, quick. What's the worst? Well, I was just looking at and this is no offense to Paul McCartney because it's a great record. But you know that first McCartney album? He just got like a bowl of cherry juice with some cherries like spread out on a piece of wood or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't That's know where he was going with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the worst, but it's not the best. I, I have no appreciation whatsoever for uh, Nirvana. Never mind. With the baby, with the. Uh. <laughs> That's just me personally. That's got to be one of the worst of all time. After I've recorded a number of records and singles and stuff down here, and after we would record, we would generally have like a philosophy hour where generally in the day it was me, you, Dan Neal, whoever musician we'd sit there, talk about life, listen to music, stuff like that, bounce around on YouTube. Anyway, the cocktail of preference back in the day was Newcastle with a bullet. We would have Newcastle after every single recording session. What was the Philosopher Hour cocktail of choice this album? 
I'm not recalling if there was one that stood out. There were there were Newcastles involved. In fact, there would have been Newcastles here tonight, but for some reason, my local Cub doesn't carry Newcastles. So, um, Cub, if you're listening, Newcastle, Hastings, Minnesota. James, you're more of a weed guy, right? <laughs> God, man, I'm, I'm just a whole different person. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm I'm doing Doso Keys or uh, Spiral Brewery in, in Hastings here. So when you guys, when COVID's over with and you guys are able to perform, do you guys have these songs down where you can just just brush up on them and, and perform this, this whole record? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we there's times where we haven't played in two months. Just, you know, somebody's away for the summer or... Uh, schedules just don't line up but then when we do get back together and we and we and actually the first time we play it first time when we do get back together it just sounds more uh more alive because you just you're just oh it's fresh yeah yeah we're ready to go cool man so where does someone get the digital copy the vinyl copy or the cd copy of this what's your guys website all that kind of stuff the website is the nightlightchasers.com and that's probably your gateway to pretty much everything you can get out to our facebook page there and um hang out and see what we're up to we have an instagram it's also instagram.com the nightlight chasers uh our distribution you know the big ones if you want to get if you want to get a digital copy we're out on amazon itunes itunes you can get it at um you can also stream it via youtube or spotify um, we have a we have a store right right off our own website so nightlightchasers.com backslash store and that will get you also you can buy it direct from the band and you know we'll ship it out to you and that's that's always appreciated. All right, thank you, Chris Hornish and James Ockwick for being on the Mark Steri Music Podcast. So check out the new record, The Other Side of the Nightlight Chasers. Uh, Horner's been a long time. I love you, brother. Good to have you back on the okay, show, James. It's been fun hanging out. Uh, thank you guys for being on the podcast. We'll have you on again soon. Sounds great. Thanks, man. for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times on the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Sunshine, sunshine. Well, the sun's